Hey everyone, welcome to Be The Change. My name is Lily Mott, and today I'm going to be talking about how change comes when you show up and do the work. I am excited to share this guest story with you, so let's dive in. Eugenia Doreen Wallace is a foster youth advocate, a motivational speaker, a businesswoman, and she is a pageant queen holding the title of Miss Black Missouri USA. I had a great time talking with Eugenia, so without further ado, let's get started with this episode featuring... Eugenia Doreen Wallace. Okay, so a quick introduction of myself. So firstly, I am a recent graduate of WashU School of Law with my master's. Um, I'm a legal professional. I'm a businesswoman. I'm a soon-to-be author. I'm a poet. I am Miss Black Missouri USA 2024. And all those other things that come just with living. I'm a sister. I'm an aunt. I'm a friend. um, And all of those good things. That is such a great start, and we are going to have so much to talk about. So I would love for you to go back to the beginning and tell me about how you got started with all of this work that you're doing. What inspired you to start making a difference? Yeah, so honestly, it all starts back during my childhood. It all started when my dad used to make me come home every day after school and watch Condoleezza Rice on TV, and he made me study like the great icons in different industries and he would have me read encyclopedias every day and he honestly is the reason why I fell in love with like the law but also understanding people and so I endured a whole lot of hardships during my childhood and I ended up in foster care and being in foster care is what kind of shifted my perspective of knowing that I could make a difference and so before I entered foster care you know I was so gung-ho about I want to be a lawyer because I want to represent people and I want to do things you know for the world and for my family but having that experience in foster care really shifted my perspective about what it really meant to make a difference not only for myself but for people that are around me for the next generation to come. Yeah, I think that's really inspiring that you were using these experiences and the hardships that you faced when you were younger as inspiration to make a difference through law and, of course, in other ways now. So I would love to talk about your experience as a pageant queen as well. What got you involved in pageants? And can you tell me about what your experience has been like so far? Yes. So my experience, my introduction into the pageantry world was actually an undergrad at Missouri Western State University. I was a freshman and I competed in the pageant um, Miss Black Student Union. I've never done a pageant before and it was a scholarship pageant and I was on my own. I went to school at 16. I went to college at 16. So I was trying to figure it out and I needed book money. I needed scholarship money. So I said, sign me up. And so that was my uh, introduction into pageantry and kind of learning what it's like a little bit. Um, And so I was fortunate enough to win and got the scholarship and I was like, okay, well, this was fun. And I didn't think about it since then. So fast forward years, years later, 
Um, and I'm seeing the Miss USA's and Deshana Barber wins. And I'm like, wow, like this is such a phenomenal thing. And so I'm looking, I'm like, well, what other organizations are out there? What other pageant systems are out there? So I did my research and that's when I found Miss Black USA and everything about their system I align with. They're very heavily focused on education, women empowerment. And so am I. So on the flip side, you know, I'm helping foster you through education and getting them to be college ready and being leaders in their community. And I'm running a business called Female Force, which is all about women empowerment and helping women build businesses from the ground up. So I was super excited. I was like, oh, yes, I found it. What are the criteria? So I would go back and watch old, you know, uh, shows and, you know, seeing how each woman like had her moment and competing for something way bigger than herself, much bigger than herself. And I fell in love with that. So I knew right then, like, I wanted to do this. I wanted to be like the amazing women that I'd seen before and who had gone on to make phenomenal changes in the world. And I said, you know what? I want to be like that. So I ended up throwing my hat in the ring. I applied and I'm actually what's called a delegate at large. So at the time that I applied, there weren't many girls in my state to have a full competition. And so we went through an extensive interview process and like paperwork and all that good stuff. And I ended up being crowned Miss Black Missouri USA. That is so interesting to hear about all of those values that the Miss Black USA pageant system promotes. And can you also tell me more about how your title and your platform as Miss Black Missouri USA has helped you to make change and connect with more people through this work that you're doing? Absolutely. So having the title Miss Black Missouri USA has definitely allowed me to continue to do the work that I'm doing. And it definitely has broadened my horizon a little bit. It definitely has widened my perspective and my audience a lot more to be able to reach and impact the people a lot more, especially like with girls empowerment and things like that. People get excited when they see somebody who looks like them and that's a queen and they see themselves in me. So it's just an honor to be be able to represent not only the organization, but build a platform that is there to serve youth that are in need, and particularly kids in foster care. So I spent 10 years in the foster care system. And so from that experience, I've built a platform in this advocacy on teaching youth in care how to overcome adversity, but also to be college ready and leaders in their community. And so having this title with the work that I'm doing has not only helped propel it, it helped advance it for sure, but it also gave me a new light. It gave me a new audience and a new target to make sure I'm not leaving anybody out. And so my passion, of course, is women empowerment. So as you can imagine, girl empowerment has entered the chat in that loop as well. And I've just been having fun with it ever since. I think that's so exciting that you're able to have that impact on your community and on so many people through this through this title. I think that's so inspiring. So thank you so much for sharing that. I would also love to know more about your work with Female Force as well. What does the programming look like for your network? Yes. So Female Force, it's my baby. It's an organization for women in business. And that work, we help women build businesses from the ground up 
and build their network. I always believe your network is your net worth. And then sometimes it's not always about what you know, but it's about who you know. And so this organization, we help women that are majority in the first uh, first to four years of their business. So very much still the startup phase, branding, marketing, how to scale, how to get around, how to set up a photo shoot, how to go and present at a pop-up shop and all of these different things while also providing a community for women to go and be in and have a safe space to talk and have fun and let your hair down, ask questions because it's hard. As a female entrepreneur and as an entrepreneur in general, it can get tough you don't know everything. So you're constantly on a learning basis. And so having a community and a space where you can come and learn, but you're doing it with your business besties, as we like to call it, creates a whole nother atmosphere and gives you a different perspective on business. And so that has been a tremendous thing to watch it grow from literally starting in my dorm room to now a full business and having women in the network that we can go out and have brunches and they'll come to the webinars and the seminars and things like that. So it's definitely community oriented, but it's all about the female entrepreneur and the girl boss. So where are you hoping to take Female Force from here? Do you have any big plans coming up to continue to grow the network? Yes. So I'm always looking to expand Female Force any way that I can. And I think now the goal is to continue to build in the cities that we're in. So right now we're fortunate enough to have a group of ladies in the network that are in Kansas City. We have a group of ladies that are in the network that are in St. Louis. And we have ladies out in Dallas. And so just expanding and nourishing those relationships and then hopefully eventually take that and become just something that is recognizable to women entrepreneurs everywhere. And just, like I said, nourishing those relationships and building and expanding, increasing the knowledge and the substance that we're giving out to the community. So I think that um, is definitely something that's always going to be in the works. That's definitely the next goal. And then maybe introducing new products and things like that. So we have some things coming up this holiday season that we're really excited about. Something that the women can just take for themselves. Even if you're not an entrepreneur, even if you're not a girl boss, even if you're a corporate baddie or just a woman out here just figuring out life, we have something for you. And we're super excited about that and releasing that and the things to come in the spring. So definitely we have some things on the horizon that every woman can be a part of. That is so exciting. And as you've been doing all of this work as a student, as a businesswoman, a pageant queen, an advocate, all of those titles, are there any words of wisdom that have really stuck with you and motivate you? Does anything like that come to mind for you? Oh, yes. <laughs> um, I always say the first thing I always say, because it's something that truly has helped me in business and in life. Develop a relationship with God. Put God at the, the forefront, put Jesus at the forefront of everything you do. You're going to have so much clarity and so much direction, first off. Secondly, don't be afraid to try. Life is trial and error. Business is trial and error. Branding and marketing and all of those fun things are trial and error. So don't be afraid to try. If you never jump, you never get to know, right? So I would say those two things for sure. And then secondly, you have to, you have to, you have to, you have to always be willing to show up and do the work. 
if you just show up on good days, your bad days, what have you, if you're willing to show up and do the work and be consistent, you'll be successful. You will be successful. And I think those three things together have been like what's keeping me, what's been driving me and just always like a reminder, like, hey, you got this. You can do the work, especially when you add in the affirmations. I have it like sticky notes everywhere and like reminders in my phone of encouragement, right? Encourage yourself, have a relationship with Jesus, show up and do the work. You'll be great. I think that is great advice. And I love that idea of showing up and doing the work while also doing things to support yourself, like the affirmations on your phone and on sticky notes. I am going to ask you for a little bit more advice now. Lots of young people want to make a difference, but they may not know how to get started with that work. What advice do you have for those people who may be listening? The first thing I would say is make sure the change that you are going for, that you want to make is something that you are passionate about. Don't want to make change because you're hopping on a trend or you're trying to follow the next biggest thing. Make sure it's something you're really passionate about. Secondly, get people who are like-minded around you, people who share those similar you know, passions and that desire to make that change. Three, I would say definitely if you're in high school, you want to go to your teachers, of course, but more so you want to go to like your principals, your community leaders, who is the leaders in your community. So maybe that's somebody who's in a church or, you know, a very prominent business in your area. Talk to those people, pick their brain, see where they're at, see if they can, you can get them to, you know, see your perspective and help you in any way. Now, if you're in college, you have a little bit more wiggle room. So definitely the same process in a sense. Get around people who are like-minded. Start with your friends. Start with people who share those same desires and then take it to the top of the school. So you want advisors, you want principals, you want, you know, um, vice presidents and community leaders and people who can really champion the change that you want to make and to help get you there and get those results. I really enjoyed talking with Eugenia, and I think she shared so much great advice throughout our conversation. I loved her advice about showing up in order to be successful. I think it isn't enough to just show up on good days, but it's also about showing up on bad days and doing the work because that consistency and commitment is how change is made. I think Eugenia's advice is important to keep in mind and apply to all aspects of our lives because change comes when you show up and do the work. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and you can find Eugenia on Instagram at eugenia.doreen to get connected with her. You can also find Female Force at underscore Female Force on Instagram to learn more about the network. If you want to talk about anything I mentioned, please reach out to me by email at lily at bethechangepodcast.org or on Instagram at bethechangepodcast. Tune in for my next episode, but until then, be the change you wish to see in the world. Bye, guys.